and bold for Jesus. that was that was bold all right well i i know that we're very concerned about you know your relationship with god but even if his passion did um scare you a little bit there but do you forgive him yes okay all right you can go ahead and be seated <laughs> yes let's give them a round of applause there <laughs> so being bold doesn't mean being obnoxious, right? It doesn't mean going out there and grabbing somebody and dragging them to church and saying, here, Sister Meehan, I brought somebody whether they liked it or not, but I'm being bold about it, right? <laughs> it means asking God to give us courage to talk to people when otherwise we're nervous or we're afraid it means allowing God's spirit to give us the words to say and trusting that God is going to help us to know just what to do or just what to say when the time is right. It's an understanding that if we do our part, God is going to do his part. It's not wimping out when God asks us to speak or to reach out to someone for, for his sake. Most people are more open to talking about God than we think, right? Isn't that the big fear that they're just not going to want to talk about it or they're going to say no or they're going to reject us in some way? But the thing is, you never know until you ask, right? So Romans 1.16, it says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, the Jew first and also to the Greek. This verse teaches us that when we need to be bold for God, because the gospel has the power to save everyone who believes, and we are the ones who know the good news, right? There are people out there that don't know, and that is why we've got to live big and bold so that we can tell them that good news. Often we forget about the prize that's in us, how great a gift the good news of Jesus is. We become afraid of what people will think or what will happen if they don't receive it. And so I need, a, I need somebody, who's the shyest person in here? I need somebody who's really shy. Are you really shy here? Will you come up here? Everybody can be seated except for you here. Wait, let me talk to you for a second. Now, was it hard when you were by yourself standing in front of everybody trying to talk? That was kind of nervous, right? What about when everybody was up here? Was that a little bit easier? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Go ahead and have a seat. 
so I, I know it's hard, right? When you're the only one in your school, when you're the only one that talks a certain way, or should I say not uses certain words, or you're the only person who dresses a certain way, or you're the only person that says that they're a Christian or talks about church at school, I know that that's hard, and I know it can be scary. But God can give us the courage because you know what? We have that prize inside of us. We have that good news that we need to share because we want them to know too. Our boldness, it comes from God, and he will give us both the words to say and the courage to know what actions to take. Remember, we don't need to make people come to Jesus. Our job is just to tell the good news and leave the rest up to God, right? We can do that. And if you think for one second that you're too young to make a difference, check out this verse. It's 1 Timothy 4 and 12. It says, don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers, an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in your purity. This verse gives five ways that you can show how great God is and set an example to others. So sometimes we are showing God not even by our words, just by our actions and the things that we do, our speech, our conduct, our love, our faith, and our purity. And if you do that, you'll definitely draw people to Jesus. So how can we be bold for Christ? What is bold? B-O-L-D, right? B, believe that God will give you the words to say. O, obey God's commands. L, love, love others. And then D, depend on the Holy Ghost that empowers you. Being bold isn't about just mustering up our own strength and energy and barging out there like Pastor did, right? (laughs) It is asking God to give you the courage and going in with his power and authority knowing that he will go before you and he will be with you every step of the way, right? So I want you kids to come up here. We're going to pray. And parents, I'm going to have you come pray with them. Come on up. So you guys, a lot of you have heard in Sunday school a lot about, here, you can face me. Face me, guys. Let me come up here. You guys, a lot of you have heard it a lot in Sunday school. We talk about repenting and being baptized and how the Holy Ghost is a gift that God wants to give us. And if you don't have the Holy Ghost today, we're going to pray with you because it's a, a prize, right? It's a gift that God wants to give us. But some of you have the Holy Ghost. Raise your hand if you have the Holy Ghost. Tired. We're talking about being bold here. We're talking about not being ashamed. Come on. If you have the Holy Ghost, raise your hand. Okay, awesome. So if you have the Holy Ghost Today, I want you to take it a step further. We need to live our life big and bold for God because you have the literally the best thing in life, and that's the Spirit of God within you. So what do you do next? You share it, right? You share it with others. So really quickly, before we pray, raise your hand if you have a best friend at school. Who has a friend at school, that just a friend that you always go to and you hang out with? Okay, all right, hands down. Now, how many of you have told that friend about God or church? A little less? Okay, hands down. How many of you have invited that friend to church? 
Awesome. Awesome. That's great. And I don't say that to make you feel bad. I'm just saying that to say that there is so much more that God has for us, right? So we're going to go and we're going to pray. And we're first, we're going to repent. We're going to tell God that we're sorry for any bad things that we've done, anything, you know, that we know we shouldn't have done, right? We all do things we shouldn't have done. Um, and so we're going to pray and we're going to repent. And then when we're done repenting, we're just going to worship God. And we're going to thank him for all that he's done. And you know what? Then we're going to pray that God would help give us a boldness and a courage to live our life for God and to share it with others, right? And living our life for God, I know it's not easy, but it's about each and every day. We wake up and say, God, I want to do what's right. I want to live for you the way that your word tells me to live for you. And so that's what we're talking about here today. So I'm going to have you all close your eyes. And it, Pastor, if you wouldn't mind just leading this prayer, I'm going to get some music going so we can pray. And first things first, we're just going to say sorry to God for all the, all the things we've done, okay? All right. So how about we all close our eyes right now? Don't worry about anybody else. We're going to pray. We're going to repent. We're going to ask God to forgive us. Lord Jesus, we're sorry, Lord God, for any sins that we've committed, Lord. I'm sorry, Jesus, if I've done something that I shouldn't have done. I'm sorry, Lord God, if I didn't listen to my mom and dad. I'm sorry, Jesus, if I fought with my brother or my sister. Lord God, please forgive me, Lord Jesus, if I took that toy when I wasn't supposed to, Lord. Or, Lord God, maybe my mom or dad asked me to do something and I didn't do it, Lord. Oh, please forgive me, Lord Jesus, for those things that I've done when I knew I shouldn't have done it. Please forgive me, Lord God, and wash me. Hallelujah. The Bible says he washes us clean. Would you just pray, God, would you wash me clean of all my 